Murder Among Family contains some graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Murder Among Family, because family drama can be murder. <laughs> this is the 19th time we've started the podcast. So to our one and devoted thank listener you. mom, thank you. <laughs> we do this all for you. <laughs> Thanks for believing in us, Susan. And for, thank you, Rita. Um, patience. Oh, yeah. Who is, who is not listening. She's not listening. She says I'm no. stupid, though. She didn't even know what a podcast was. Tell her you're doing a radio show. <laughs> she t- Oh, yeah. She probably knew what that was. She told me the other day that I was so smart I was stupid. And I was like, thank you. That makes sense. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that Rita brings to the table, y'all. Yes. <laughs> She'll, she'll bring you up and then she slaps you right back Snatch down. Snatch right down. Or she'll okay, steal so you like she, she stole the fish. Kidnap you like Herman. Whew, I'm out of breath. Relo- <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> you're carrying an iPad. You're carrying water. You I have my phone. I was going oh, up the stairs. That's a lot. Now imagine carrying a 30 pound wiggly worm as well. And no, that also is my everyday. It's hot in this bedroom too. It's hot. Why is it so no you're good all right for anyone who's asking it's not a visual media so we are on google hangout because my computer crumbled to bed okay today we are talking about the murder of phil hartman anyone who loves snl except apparently aaron knows who phil hartman is okay first of all i like snl i don't i didn't watch snl in the 80s because guess what i was born in 88 so yes but if you like it in the 90s you look back i was like two years old in the 90s i hate to break it to you it's called the invention of the internet you're fired get out (laughs) get out (laughs) i don't know why you're surprised at this honestly given my track record amazing he's also want me to google him right now Yes, and I bet you know him from all the movies I'm going to list to you. Don't right, Google him. I'm going to read you to you right now. You literally just told me to Google him. I have a question. Do yes. you know Pee Wee Herman? Yes, he's a molester. Okay, first of all, he's not. Put the phone down. We're going to have to talk about Pee Wee Herman at another time. <laughs> okay, so welcome to the murder of Phil Hartman. I'm going to smack that phone out of your hand digitally. You digitally making me feel bad that I don't know who he is. He's Canadian. I'm going to show you a picture in three seconds. <laughs> Fine. I'm gonna show you a picture. Okay. Fine, okay. Fine. Ready. Welcome to the podcast. It's about him. You're probably gonna see him. So if you guys want to see this picture, I'm gonna show Erin in four seconds that she's too impatient to wait for. <laughs> Check out our website at murderamongfamily.com. We have because... a gallery of all the photos that we are talking about today, and you get to see my face and Erin's face looking super fly and not gross and sweaty as we are currently. Super. Yeah. Super. Um, we are so glistening. I literally um, was sweating when I was making dinner. It was rough. Uh, yes, I understand. I have, I've now realized that it's basically summer and I need to start utilizing the crock pot more effectively. You know those heat patches that I put on? Yes. They're hot. They're hot now. They're real hot. Erin <laughs> pulled a muscle, y'all, and she is... In my butt, in my glutes. <laughs> oh, it's rough, Pam. It's hot. <laughs> okay, let's take your mind off your hot your hot butt <laughs> and we'll get into it okay philip hartman <laughs> phil hartman Ready. was born philip edward hartman with two ends which he later ditched which is interesting because my dad okay. decided to add an e to his name to make himself look fancier he so did? why do you think yeah he was 
Brownie? Brownie. Why? I didn't know that. That was his pen name. Unless you were reading about the Civil War, I doubt it came up much. I do have a screenplay from your dad. It's called The Cowboy. Okay, but look at his name now, and you'll notice there's an E at the end. I'm going to look. Yeah. My name is no longer Pam Brown, by the way, so feel free to Google me. Uh, my name Jesus. would be... Okay, my his my name would have been Philip as well, which I thought was interesting. And one mm-hmm. of the if I was a boy, I would or have been Philip. But Phillip? now I am Pam. Pam. That's close enough. Yeah. Okay, so he was born September twenty fourth, nineteen forty eight in Brantford, Ontario, which I told Mike you, and I Canadian. are looking yeah, well, Mike and I might be Canadian soon if, <laughs> if everything keeps going down the dumpster. <sighs> let me have, let me come with you. You gonna come to Toronto with us? Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. Toronto's beautiful. Okay, first of all, New York is a dumpster. Okay, we cannot get into your hate <laughs> of New York. First of all, you live oh. on Staten Island. That's your own fault. <laughs> okay, so I was talking to my boss today, and my boss, he was like, um, uh, he has a new admin. I don't know her name. She seems nice from, like, the two times that I've interacted with her. And Let's she's call replacing, her Sarah. Um... I don't know her name. Cindy. Um, Maria. Bless you. It's okay. Caitlin. Okay, go. So, okay, so Elizabeth. anyway, he was like, I asked her if I could tell people where she was from, and she was like, no, you can't tell them where I'm from because I'm from Philly. And, you know, people in Philly, they're intense. They're super intense. Um, so yeah, they whipped batteries at Santa, Aaron. Philadelphia is full of dumpster people. You know that show, um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, though? Yes, that show. is Philadelphia. That's a great Those show. are the people who go to... Philadelphia Phillies games are so gross. Someone forcefully threw up on its children. Like, they're horrible. Ooh. Mike oh, tells yeah. me horror stories from Philly games. Oh. So anyway, um, my boss was like... I was like, oh, yeah, Philly people are super intense. And he, go- he literally was so serious. And he goes, look who's talking, Miss Staten Island. And I was like... Like you're from Staten Island? I'm not Rude. even from Staten Island. Rude. Though. I'm from you're just a state. And you're not that intense. We've all met my sister. Remember that one time she wouldn't let me pee? Yes. We At your all bachelor know that party. Now. We've definitely mentioned this several times on the podcast. <laughs> and it is a vendetta you will take to your grave. Does your know mom that. know that? If she doesn't know that, she knows it. Yes. Now. She joined us for Chinese food. Oh, yeah, that's right. She wound up Fanny? at the Book of Mormon, my mom, because Fanny yes! wouldn't come to the Book of Mormon. Yes, um, and she had way, an extra st- ticket. She still hasn't gone to the Book of Mormon, just in case you're wondering. Well, no, Aaron. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I got a bleep. <laughs> no, <laughs> duh. No, duh, Pam. Yeah, it's okay. We still love her, and that baby's I- cute. <gasps> oh, poop. Yeah. We got to email her about the baby. Uh, for anyone yeah. who's listening who cares, I guess, uh, or fan, if you decided to listen to our podcast. Why, Why do we have to listen to it? Why? I don't know. We have to talk about the Why baby. We have to, we have to see. Didn't Fletch get house surgery? No. Oh yeah, because he has ptosis. I don't know if he had surgery. I feel like she would say something to me because she was literally all like, when they were going to the doctor's appointment, she was like, "What does this mean? This mean? This mean? This mean? What? What's your opinion on this? This? This?" I don't think she needs your opinion anymore. The surgery is scheduled, and they're going right. It's when he turns a year. Doesn't he turn a year in like February? Are we like four months behind? Are we terrible I... people? We should probably text her. We're definitely <laughs> going to text her. We're going to have a group text after this. Okay, let's get back to Phil Hartman. Okay. 
So he was the fourth of eight <laughs> children yeah. of Doris Marguerite and Rupert Leah Big Hartman. Eight children. Oh my God. I mean, imagine. It's a lot. You just fall out at that point. I don't think you do. I mean, then yeah. more people would have more children. Uh, my grandma had nine kids. That's yeah, your grandma said. was a special person, too. Remember when she tucked her boobs into her pants? Yes. Yes, I do. And that's exactly what I was thinking of because she thought she had a heart attack, but her boobs were just in her pants. <laughs> and my mom watched her do the whole thing. <laughs> she was like, oh, that doesn't look right. Whatever. And just let her be on her way. Wait, what are you going to say? Excuse me. Your boobs are in your pants? Like, that's a conversation. You wait for someone to realize their mistake first. Uh, give them the wait time. That's and like then when they you... don't realize, <laughs> then you say something. And you can that's only like... say something twice. That's like when you when you tuck your, your shirt into your pants and your un- or your dress into your pants and your underwear showing. Yes. That's you tuck the worst. Your dress. Yes, that's the worst. I've been there many times. And many times people haven't told me. It was rude. People are horrible. What so... happens if I wasn't wearing underwear? It got well, what would you tuck crack. them into, Aaron? Into my butt crack. I don't think that's a thing. If okay, you have let's... a big booty, it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> for anyone who has that problem, please email us at murderamongfamily has at anyone, gmail.com. Has anyone actually emailed us? Uh, no. no. Oh, okay. Don't, don't feel like you have to, Mom, by the way. So. <laughs> oh, hard. <laughs> But if you could send us your family stories, that would really make my day. There, I know there's at least 20 people listening. If you have a crazy family story or like a friend who has a crazy family story, like that time Aaron's mom pet a drug dog at the airport. No, no, that was the worst. <laughs> like that's a story I want to hear about. Oh my God, koi fish. alive. The koi fish, anything. I want to hear your one. crazy family story. The time can- my sister banned my best friend from using the bathroom. At my bachelorette party. Literally, she would not let me pee, and I was getting real mad. And then I took the <laughs> flask into Book of Mormon, and I got drunk all by myself. <laughs> Which, we're going to get arrested by Book of Mormon now, because you're just saying you're taking away commerce from their giant wine bar. <laughs> okay. You know what? They do, they do, they're not like they're working now anyway. No, I feel so bad. Support your local people. Okay, so here we go. Philip Hartman's family decided to move around a lot. They hit Maine, they moved to Meriden, Connecticut, and then they hit the West Coast. Now, at this point, it's like the mid-60s. Hartman finished Westchester High School and continued his antics as class clown. Being the middle child, he was always trying for attention. After graduating, Phil studied at Santa Monica City College uh, and dropped out in the Summer of Love, 1969. And he joined his older brother as a roadie. Wow. I thought only women were roadies. You're thinking of something else. I'm not going to explain that to you right now. (laughs) A roadie is a person who moves band equipment. So they're typically men. What am I thinking thinking of? of... What's that term? I know what you're thinking of. And now it's broken me. Yes. We're going to keep moving. It's not roadie. I'm going to Google it. sweet Lord. Female roadies. Female. Groupie. You're thinking of groupie. I'm thinking of a groupie. His older brother was the manager. It was actually a really famous rock band, but I could not write it down for some reason. Uh, around 1972, he married his... Oh, 1970, he married his first wife and divorced two years later. Uh, oh, all my uh, sources are Wikipedia, Murderpedia, 
and the Murder of Phil Hartman documentary on Hulu. Now, they okay. don't talk about the first wife. They kind of mention that he got married, but they do not go into it. Um, he got married? In 19- he got married and divorced, and I, it was not worth mentioning, apparently, even in the documentary. In 1972, uh, he went back to school studying graphic art, uh, graphic arts at the California State University of Northridge. Uh, he started his own graphic design business, again, teaming up with his brother in the music industry and wound up creating mm-hmm. over 40 album covers for bands, including Poco and America, Crosby, Stills and Nash, like a bunch of them. Wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, Too bad this guy already sucks. Cause it's... You think Phil Hartman sucks? I don't know. I thought it's a murder about him. Uh, hold your breath. So while working as a graphic artist... Isn't that what you said? We're going to get into this. Okay. Uh, Working as a graphic artist, uh, Hartman was alone a majority of the time. And yes, he was kind of an introvert, but he was also extremely extroverted. You know, he was one of those people who, like, needed attention. Mm -hmm. So he would, quote, entertain himself with slight voice fancy. And he decided he needed a more social outlet. Uh, in 1975, at age 29, he began attending evening comedy classes. Oh. What happened was he was watching the Groundlings. Do you know who the Groundlings are? No. Oh, Aaron. <laughs> Do you want me to stabbing me? No. It, you, okay, remember at my <laughs> bachelorette party when we went to the Citizens Brigade? That? We went to that comedy improv class? Oh, yeah. yes. That was funny. Okay. It was funny. There's, there's certain places in Chicago... California and New York, the Upright Citizens Brigade is one of them. All these people develop improv skills and go on to be in SNL. If you were in the Groundlings in the mid 70s and 80s, you wound up on SNL as a writer or as an actor. You know who was a famous Groundling? Who? Will Ferrell. Sherry O'Terry. I know Will Ferrell. I don't know the other person. Don't really realize. You remember when Will Ferrell did the the cheerleading sketches yes sherry o'terry is the other cheerleader ah okay Painful. okay so, like you're stabbing me okay uh <laughs> ridiculous it's like you okay uh amy poehler i think was an upright citizens brigade member that's the one we went to in new york but i think she was like in chicago or okay. something no you know what she's probably new york uh so one of the famous non-SNL p- people who is definitely famous and you know who he is, Paul Rubens, uh, was in the Groundlings and became really fast friends with Philip Hartman. Do you know who Paul Rubens is? Don't Google him. Put your phone down. I see you. This is not... <laughs> He's Pee Wee Herman, Aaron. Oh, that's his name. Oh, what his stage name Herman? is Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubens is his name. We're not going to get into Paul Rubens, even though Aaron thinks he's a molester. He was Isn't arrested. Isn't that why stopped Pee Wee Herman? No, I, I think, think he was Blue's Clues. I think you're thinking of Blue's Clues. But also, I, he got arrested for mm-hmm. masturbating in a porno theater in the okay. 70s. Okay, first of all, close enough. No, because it's he- by himself in a theater you know- for that. Ah, Jesus, do I do I think he could have I don't know bought a tape and been at home? Yes, I don't know his life. 
do you know that he is 67 years old? Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I Googled him too. When See, I'm writing you're this, telling I know me not to Google. I swear to God, I'm going to send TJ in there to smack the phone out of your hand. <laughs> so, Paul Rubens I'm just and Phil Hartman. I know all these people, just so you're not so disappointed in me every I'm single not just, episode. If you don't know it, you don't know it. But like, it's, how do you not know anyone? Or watch a movie, very, Aaron. Watch I do movie. watch movies. I live a very sheltered life. Okay, so Rubens and Hartman. Adventure. Uh, were a big deal. He actually was a part of the stage show that later became a TV series. Um, he played Captain Carl. A recurring character. No, in Pee Wee Herman. What is wrong with you in Star Wars? <laughs> what are you even talking about? Have you seen Star Wars now? No, I'm concerned you haven't seen the Star Wars. Aaron! I love you so much. What is wrong with you? <laughs> In Star Wars, Captain Carl. Captain Carl is a seafaring sea captain. He has a boat and a girlfriend. Captain Carl? Hold Have on. you seen Pee Wee Herman? Oh no, my no. god. <laughs> I'm gonna, I need tea. We need a tea break. Mm. Captain Carl. Stop Googling. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Okay. Because Aaron really needs to know what Captain Carl looks like. I'm now going to share my screen. Huh. You no, I got to hold up here on the Google. Oh, my God. I love you so much. You're the worst. Okay, share oh, my screen. Looks, what is wrong with his eyebrows, Pam? Look at this one. That's the stage makeup. Okay, so can you see? This is Phil Hartman. Yes. This is the yes. Google image that you definitely looked up <laughs> of Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, he's 69. This is Pee Wee Herman and Captain Carl living their best life. They look much better there. Okay. So yeah. back to the story, you friggin' nightmare. I'm sorry okay. I don't know any of these <laughs> random people. So while he's working on the Groundlings, he's also starring in a lot of movies, excluding going on what every man in the 1970s went on, the dating game. Because apparently oh. you got paid. Oh. Uh, Phil Hartman was actually he got paid and he got a girlfriend. Game. That's great. No, he didn't show up. He won the date and never showed up for the date, or she ju- she never showed up for the date. Oh, I'm not 100 percent clear. That's good. Okay. That sucks. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, so they also made a big cameo in this movie that Aaron's not going to know. Cheech and Chong, Aaron. Oh, I know Cheech, Cheech and Chong. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> Cheese Louie. Yes, I okay. know Cheech and Chong. Who doesn't know Cheech and Chong? Oh they were in the 1980s film Cheech and Chong's next movie. So if you want to see Phil Hartman, he's there. Should I Google oh. it? Okay, so he then got married again to real estate agent Lisa Strain in 1982. Yeah. Now I'm going to say this about comedians like Phil Hartman and like Robin Williams, even Fred Astaire. They are very different people behind the comedy. What does that Just mean? Like, so, like, Robin Williams completed suicide. He was a very sad, depressed person. But so he sad. didn't let that show. You couldn't get to the depressed part because he was too busy putting on a show. Fred okay. Armiston's wife left him and made a big friggin' stink about how he was not who he portrayed himself to be. Really? No. So, the same thing goes for Phil Hartman. Like, he is the funny guy, the comedian. You think you're marrying the comedian. You're not marrying the comedian. You're marrying Phil. And Phil's never going to let you know who Phil is. Mm. So, That's sad. It's a little sad. 
I mean, it kind of comes to like, how do we ever know anyone really? But that's true. Do you even know who you're, who you are as a person? Exactly. Do we really know who we are? So the answer is no, we don't because we change all the time. Sometimes I think about that, you know? Do you think about that? (sighs) Yeah, I do. You up at night? Sometimes. (laughs) I guess you can only know yourself, I guess. I don't know. This is existential and I don't have the wherewithal. <laughs> Do you want to get into it? Do you have a no, philosophy? it's fine. We can pass. It can, well, we can save it for the next episode when you're not judging me so much. I'm not judging you now, Erin. Get into your philosophical discussions. Give us give us your, your thoughts. No. <laughs> I'm drinking tea. Can you not? Out of a okay. soup bowl. Literally out it's of a soup bowl. It's not a soup bowl. bowl. It is it's a, a soup, soup mug. all over it. It's, it's a soup better. mug. It's, a it's soup got a handle. Soup. It, li- I've... It's a, it says soup, crackers, soup. It's a soup bowl. <laughs> yes, it what does. What kind of it's tea real. are you even drinking? <clears throat> Black? Black tea? Okay. Wow. Yes, that's great. Lipton's? It comes from the box. Is it in the yellow box or the green box? Yeah. Yellow box. That's a good one. It's got a little grass on it. Did you okay. know that I found out that Southern people make this thing called sun tea? I'm sorry. You they... don't know what sun tea is? Okay. <laughs> Tell me what sun tea is, Aaron. Do they leave it in the sun? <laughs> okay. So, for those who don't know and who don't feel like being judged by Pam... It's where they take a pitcher of water and they leave it out in the sun until it gets hot and then they put the tea bags in it and that is sun tea. I feel like you should know they put the tea bags in before it gets hot. Oh. And also that's how cold brew is made. Oh, really? Basically. It's a similar similar situation. Wow, I'm learning so much. Erin, I love you so much. (laughs) Like so much. So let's get back to Phil Hartman's terrible marriage, can we? Yes, yes. He's he's not the person who everyone thinks he is. He's a sad, lonely man. So Lisa says the second they were married and she was his wife, he re- he's like, oh, she's the wife. I don't need to pay attention to her anymore. He would call her a black hole and say she needed to have her own life on their first a black hole? I know. Oh, my that's- God. That's so sad. I feel like it would be the exact opposite, you know? Like, if I were to be married, I would be like, Listen, I need all of this attention. I'm very needy, and you know this, so you either do it or you don't. And we move on, we move forward, or we leave. And if someone calls you a black hole, you give them the finger and keep walking. I would punch a black hole in their in their mouth. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Um, well, let's see what you would do in this situation. On their first oh. anniversary, they went down to Santa Barbara. Lisa got into, like, a fancy, you know, outfit, like, put on the, the whole shebang. She looked cute, yeah. She looked cute. Jumped mm-hmm. on the bed and was like, ha ha. And Phil Hartman's response was, quote, must you really? <gasps> oh, my God. That's so sad. I'd be mad. And she mm-hmm. was like, uh, I guess not. And put on a robe and read her book and went to bed. I would do the same thing, though. I wouldn't talk to them. Well, I mean, would do be that. straight passive aggressive or aggressive yeah. aggressive. Maybe a very aggressive, aggressive where I would leave and tell them never to talk to me ever again. Their marriage lasted three years. Oh, that's a long time. I'm surprised. I know, right? After that, if he's acting like that, whole fool. Mm -mm. Oh, Mm -mm. God. He was very reclusive 
it was hard to really know who he was. He wouldn't really be a part of his, your world, you know, so. Because he sucks, obviously. He also would throw himself into work. His work with Pee Wee Herman. When he was not with Pee Wee Herman, he was recording voiceover work. He did the Smurfs, Challenge of the Robots, The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, Dennis the Menace, uh, and The Simpsons. Oh, which one in The Simpsons? Really? Yeah, he was the... Is he still alive? Can we get into this? Can we listen to the podcast? Can you be a part of this? You either think he's a murderer or he's a killer. Or he's gonna be murdered. So, like, these are the... What might happen... Whatever. <laughs> he played uh hold on. Mike's now really confused that you don't know who Phil Hartman is with the Simpsons. What? Seriously? I don't know who he is. I don't think they can hear you. I can hear you. He said you did twenty four minutes of this podcast. And you can just now bring up Phil Hartman's most famous role yeah. as Except that I'm going through his life. I'm sorry if it took him 30 years to get to The Simpsons, Mike. Okay, so what what character did he play on The Simpsons? I I need to know. Aaron wants to know what character did he play on The Simpsons. You gotta leave. Can you please leave? This is my life. He he has to leave because you broke him. Seriously? Aaron, who do you think he might be? Bart. No, he is not Bart. Homer. Jesus Christ. Is he Homer? He's... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. What's this guy's Don't name? Don't Google it! Hartman. Okay, enough. He plays... It's... He plays the lawyer. Oh. There's a lawyer in The Simpsons? Oh my god. Hold on. <laughs> he does He does the dirtbag lawyer, Lionel Hutz, and he is Troy McClure. You might know me. From such films as Don't Eat That. I'm trying to Oh, it's this guy. I know this guy. Oh my god. I can <laughs> tell you that I know that Phil Hartman is not alive. Yes, because you keep Googling him. Put the phone down. <laughs> it's down. It's down. He's not alive. But the it question would, is, did he would, kill someone or was he murdered now? It would have helped if you just told me who the character was. That's all I'm saying. I said it! You had to wait three seconds while he looked it through my notes. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Then he met <laughs> Bryn Hartman. Yes. Bryn Hartman. Well, now her name was Vicky Joe Aldama, but it somehow it became Bryn. That's strange. Okay. She was from Thieves River Falls, Minnesota. She had mm-hmm. a brother and two sisters. Mm-hmm. She was briefly married to one Douglas Ivor Torfin. Later, they were divorced. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he does. He's probably a roofer in Minnesota. Uh, She wanted to be famous, so she went out to Hollywood. And for a very long time, she dated Rob Reiner. Who is Rob Reiner? I know who he is. I can't tell you what he's in, but I know who he is. He was an actor. He was a director. He was a writer. Oh, yeah. He was funny. He was very funny. Uh, in the 80s, she got super into cocaine. Uh, oh. She was all about it. She was just getting out of rehab for it in Fargo when she met Phil. Now, there was different conflicting reports. Some people said it was a blind date. Other people said she was working as a swimsuit model in Catalina, and Phil 
was like, yes. Well done. Now, Phil is a weirdo. And he kept bragging that it was very Hollywood of him. He kept bragging about the fact that Brynn used to date Rob Reiner. Like, that was, like, a plus for her. Really? Who cares? She's dating you now, so. He's like, well, he's like, I'm better because I got this chick from, from Rob Reiner. Really? I don't know. Men are weird. I don't. It'd be like, I'm friends with Aaron. You know, she used to be friends with Elmo. It's like. Rob Reiner kind of looks like a creep, though. I, I'm sure we're going to get sued for that. <laughs> Please don't sue us, Rob Reiner. Aaron's opinions are not that effect. <laughs> well, clearly. I don't okay. know who anyone is. He looks like a like a really aggressive Santa Claus. Okay, are you looking at him from, like, the 80s? Or are you looking for, uh, like, him now? Mm, okay, now not. she's literally just Googling into the FaceTime with me. Okay. So Phil, look at him. Yeah, I know who Rob Reiner is. Okay, I cannot. So <laughs> Phil told her, hey, baby, stick with me. I'll make you famous. I'm on the way up. And she really, really wanted to be famous. So she thought, yeah. okay, I'm going to be with Phil. And then my career is going to take off. Oh, and, yeah. you know, he's going to get me to this place. Yeah. And Phil's like, look and- at this hot number I got on my arm. Uh, so one of his friends was like, perfect. They're, they're perfect for each other. They're perfect Hollywood garbage. You know what it is? It's like, yes. oh, mm-hmm. look how cool I am. It's like- uh, yeah. So unlike Lisa, his last wife, instead of pulling away when he pulled away, she would just fight him. Really? And then they'd make up. Oh, uh, well. And thus began a really gross pattern of fighting, quote, and making up. Personally, I think it might have gotten a little, and I complete opinion, wild speculation. I feel like it got a little domestic abusey. Probably. But not the way you think. I think Bryn was the one getting physical. With him? Yeah. That is not common. It is. Not common. About ten percent, I believe, of physical domestic abuse is really women. Really? Yeah, it's much more than you thought, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it because they won't talk about it. Why not? Because it's embarrassing on like a a man level that I don't get. Uh, We're in twenty twenty, everyone. Men can cry. Deal with it. Is it uncomfortable? Maybe, but you know what? They're allowed to have emotions. That's how they don't beat you. TJ cries when we watch Deadliest Catch. Mike saw Toy Story 4 for the last time, for the oh first time. Oh my god, that movie sobbing. is rough. Sobbing. It's rough. Just one Indian tear is beautiful. He's a beautiful man. He's, wow. he, he has emotions. Um, wow. So after one meeting Bryn, mm-hmm. Phil auditioned and got the part on Saturday Night Live wow. in 1986, which is one of my favorite casts. I was not born then. Aaron. Yes. I was not born then. Exactly. I okay. She it's like I'm <laughs> 900. Anyway, so he played one of the golden ages of SNL. Have you heard of Church Lady? Yeah. Oh my god. Aaron, please go online tonight and Google I'm SNL. I'm trying to Google and you're telling me no. You cannot watch episodes of Frozen Caveman Lawyer or Pat or church lady, or evil Reagan right now, because we are in the middle of a podcast. That's why you cannot keep Googling. I t- it's much more interesting than what I have to say, okay? That's good. 
You don't know Pat, the androgynous person. You don't know if he's a man or she's a woman. It's yes. Before there was just gender or fluidity, he's just like. Anyway, in his eight seasons on the show, Hartman became known for his impressions and performance work. He was known as the glue. Everyone says they think they coined the term. Hold on, I have to change my earpods. They're dying. Oh, you have two sets. Hold on a second. I can still hear you. Don't you still you I, have two sets? Yeah, because my mom bought me one, and then I immediately found the pair I lost underneath the bed. <laughs> Wow. It is legit a first row problem. I feel like I'm giant gaping Karen about it. But I don't want to see your manager. Don't worry. (laughs) You. I know you're the manager. I'm the manager. I cannot. Okay, so he played Frank Sinatra, Ronald Reagan, Ed (laughs) Mahone. He played Barbara Bush, Charleston Heston, Bill Donahue, Bill Clinton. He was a good Bill Clinton. Google Phil Hartman, Bill Clinton. There's an episode where he's like in a McDonald's eating everyone's food. <laughs> it's like Alex, um, Alex, that guy who plays. Yeah, it's uh, like that Trump. guy who plays Trump. He also. He, I don't. What's that guy's and name? Alex? He also played Trump back when he was just a disgusting. Yeah, he played him during his first divorce. He did? Except he played him a little smarter than I think he actually is. Wow. Sorry. (laughs) So uh, he went on to win three Emmy Awards for his work with uh, SNL. Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Alec Baldwin isn't a member of SNL either. He's a special guest. Okay. Now Google Phil Hartman. Donald Trump. Yes, I'm giving you permission. Do I have In 1987, Phil married Brynn in a small, small New York service. It was just them. They had no family with them. It was what they wanted. Right? Oh, it was wow. exactly he does like look like a good 80s. Trump. He does. Ex- wow. Because he didn't have hair to begin with. I don't know what doll hair they glued on his head, but it's bogus. Okay. I know this it's is good, a good stuff. One. It's good stuff. So Bryn was not doing much <laughs> at the time that he was in New York, and so she'd come in all the time to SNL. And apparently, she was known for sitting on the writers' laps and flirting with them. And it actually made Phil happy that everyone was attracted oh, to his wife. I don't know why. He's like, "Look at this plain, look at really? how plain Ew, I am, and gross. I get this." And I'm like, "Phil, you have low self-esteem." And that's why you let her beat you, supposedly. Completely great. speculatory. You did not hear that that's from me. Crazy. Bryn's that's family, wild. please don't sue me. I don't know what happened, but it seems like there was more going on than meets the eye. Uh, Bryn was actually in the hmm. SNL opening. Uh, she plays, you only see the back of her head, but if you notice in the opening scene, she's wearing this long dangly earring. And it's whipping wildly while Phil's just smiling at the camera because she kept trying to turn around and get her face on camera. And the director was finally like, you need to stop turning. Oh. Just look at Phil. Phil's the one on SNL. (laughs) Stop moving around. We don't care what your face looks like. (laughs) Uh, So you see her like earring (laughs) waving because she's trying to get her head in the screen. (laughs) 
Yeah, people are garbage. Wow. Okay, so let's get Ballsy. back to some photos. Here's a nice pause. Share my screen. Okay. Okay, Ready? here we go. So here is Phil and Bryn. This is him winning his first uh-huh. Emmy with his son. He looks aggressive. Uh, he this is the cast of SNL in 1986. Chris Far- I think oh this God, is a Chris later Farley. one because wow. uh, Adam Sandler's there. This is about the year that he left, actually. Oh, yeah. Look at Adam Sandler. Here. Yeah, right here. Wait, which one is him? And the red? red uh, t- uh, Tim yeah. Meadows. Okay. Here is the opening uh-huh. sketch. This is his wife. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Here, no she, here he plays Bill Clinton. What I love about it is that he kind of like foresaw because in the in the sketch with Bill Clinton, he's like, there's a lot of things we're not going to be telling Hillary. <laughs> here he is playing. Uh, in right. a, yeah, it was the. <laughs> He was the straight man in this SNL commercial about high fiber cereal, and it was hilarious. I one time TJ's mom told me that he ate a whole box of fiber one cereal, and he didn't come out of the bathroom for like an hour. (laughs) I would like to take this moment to dedicate (laughs) this episode to TJ, who listens. (laughs) You the man. Here is Phil Harmon playing Jesus. Oh, here he is as frozen caveman lawyer and of course the Trumps he kind of gives he, he's Fallon like a there. chameleon he does everything okay back to the murders um okay during Phil's second season of <laughs> SNL they welcomed their first child a son named Sean Phil told his ex-wife, and his ex-wife sent a card just saying, congratulations, this is Lisa, the one that he basically snubbed on their anniversary. Uh, Bryn wrote back a two-page, single-spaced, handwritten note basically telling her to F off and not contact them ever again. So she calls Phil, and she's like, what the heck is wrong with your wife? Why would she send me this crazy letter? And he goes... Well, you yeah. should have seen the letter she wanted to send you. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, you know what? Fine. I won't talk to you people anymore. Because Lisa knows when she's not wanted. And I appreciate that Dang. in a person. It's called self-esteem, everyone. Good for her. <laughs> Why be somewhere where you're not wanted? Oof. Yes. Uh, at this point, Phil has True. made a ton Good of point. money. He has two homes and they are a bi-coastal couple. <laughs> that was hard to get out. Uh, he has his apartment in New York. Okay. Yes, uh, they go between Bad California and couple. New York. So in New York, they have okay. their apartment. And in California, wow. they have a house in Encino, where my aunt lives. Hi, Aunt Marilyn, who definitely has no clue what a podcast is at all. And thinks that photos on Facebook are directed to her. Encino. She once, like, oh, wrote God. a message on all of my oh, sister's God. photos that she posted. Thank you. Like, she was really happy. She's so sweet. She's a wonderful oh, woman, but she does not understand the internet. She's, like, in her late 80s. I was glad they got to see her, though, when we were in California. She's, wow. I love her house. That's nice. uh, at this point, Bryn is getting more and more upset. She's, like, feeling stuck being a mom. She's not becoming the actress she wanted to. She has small bit parts here and there. Uh, and then they have their second child, a daughter named Bergen, which I kind of really like as a name. Yes, I mean it. Kind of reminds me of Bergen's, Trolls and and the bad like people that. are called the Bergens. 
I don't like that. It makes me think of nope. It's it not spelled like Bergen that. County, it's spelled B I E R G E N. Yeah, B I E R G E N. I just feel like it's very B-I-E-R-G-E-N. different. It feels very Irish, no, though. I don't like. Uh, it sounds German. It does sound a little German. Maybe that's the, Mike hates it violently, so we will not be naming any future children Bergen. Uh, Bergen Bub sounds like a lot <laughs> anyway. <laughs> nah. And so that sounds awful. she had small roles on television and film. Uh, she played a waitress in the Elijah Wood film North. And she played a Venusian on Third Rock from the Sun. And that's really all of the. Well, she played someone oh, who tried like to kidnap show. the main character. She was like a fembot almost. But, uh. Mm. Yeah, like that's all of oh. her credits on IMDb. So that's it. Uh, yeah, oh. the cracks are really starting to Not show in Bryn and Phil's life. She was somehow got back on the coke. Uh, a writer once saw her doing coke in the bathroom at SNL, but it's SNL and they're known for drugs. Oh, yeah, they are. A lot of their. Can you name an actor who drugs. died from drugs, Aaron? Yes, yes, he is. He died the same Chris year Carly. as this murder. Elvis was also, not on SNL. Elvis. No, but he did die from drugs yeah. on the toilet. Well, uh, one. Fried uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So, uh, Bryn was also known on SNL for coming during dress rehearsal <laughs> and just screaming at Phil at top volume, which is why I don't love their relationship at one point he went to make up physically shaking yeah and he said he did a voice and he was like i think the old lady's gonna divorce me but he was actually like really shook up but the makeup artist was not gonna like delve deep like he had to be on stage in five so oh god uh right 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 he's still doing trimaclore he's doing lionel hutz the dirtbag lawyer He's doing whatever it takes to make her happy and make money. At one point, he actually takes her on the Howard Stern show, which I personally find really gross, but whatever. Yeah, you know, he's the, the Bubba and the He's like asking about their sex lives yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, I saw part of it and it just made me uncomfortable. Well, Howard yeah. Stern makes me uncomfortable anyway. Oh, yeah. That made you uncomfortable? No, his vibe really? is kind Why? of dirty. It's like, like he's so gross. The floor of a like a yeah, movie like theater. Steezy. Like it's kind of like if you touched it, it'd be sticky. <laughs> Do you remember the bar that? Yes, I remember the rat. It was called the rat. <laughs> I was at the rat, like the rat one time, and yes, is that, that the kind of vibe? The it one gives time you? I was at the rat, they were shooting girls gone wild in the corner. Yes, I did not go to the bars really? while we were in Binghamton. I barely got off campus to the mall. <laughs> yeah, because you were too busy making popcorn in your microwave nightstand and walking around. Oh, with I'm a sorry. Of milk dairy is amazing. Cheese. You're welcome. Also, <laughs> I was taking 26 credits that year. You're lucky I was functional. Okay. 26 credits that semester. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Okay. And I also used to go to spin class at 5 a.m. Whatever. Okay. We're gonna get... I know I drag you. It was the best. I know. I, I went with class. you. It was amazing. You did, and it was <laughs> awful. 
It was right before Soul Cycle no, took off awful. everyone on the head of the curve. Anyway, awful. so he starts buying. So he's now like rich and stuff, oh and he can do what he kind of wants. And now he starts buying it out. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I skipped a page. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I didn't mean to you skip a, a whole page. page, Aaron. All right. He's buying 43. something. What's, um, what's he buying? That's when we start. That's when I 43? got mixed up. Aaron. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm taking notes. Oh, excuse sorry. me. I swear to God, I'm gonna. I'm getting. I wrote news radio. What in did you here. say? Three pages away. My husband is now telling me where Phil Hartman was working. He's still on SNL. News radio. Jesus Christ! I hope I'm leaving this in. Jesus. I'm leaving this all in. <laughs> She's Louise. <laughs> so he's now doing a ton of commercials. He does commercial for Doritos. He does a commercial for McDonald's. He's got money raining in. He's got Simpsons money. He's got, you know, all the stuff. He is very big. So he's buying boats. He's buying airplanes. Yeah. He gets his airplane mm-hmm. license. He has, I think at this point, two boats going to Catalina. He is constantly spending time on his hobbies and away from the home. And Bryn is getting pissed. She wants him to go to the grocery store mm. with them. And I hate to break it to you. Most men don't want to go to the grocery store with the kids. Most men. No, they don't. No, they don't want to go to the grocery store, period, by themselves. I, yeah, they don't want to make, make the, bed. the bed. They want to tell you where Phil Hartman worked in 90s. So in 1994, <laughs> Phil Hartman left and went on to do the TV show News Radio. He also did... He also developed a bigger oh, here we go. movie presence. He did the Coneheads. He did Sergeant Bilko. He did So I Married an Axe Murderer, CB4, Jingle All the Way, which you definitely know. He played the guy who was like the neighbor of Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger. Kiki's Delivery Service and my favorite, Small Soldiers. Hartman would try and get Brynn acting roles, but she mm-hmm. gave, became progressively more and more reliant on cocaine and alcohol entering rehab several times on multiple occasions mm. Hartman had to remove their children from the household and have them stay with friends or family because Bryn's alcohol and drug addictions um oh my one God, night he takes over for the nanny and Bryn goes out with a friend uh this nanny was actually on oh no the documentary and she seems like a really nice person and she was like he was in a great mood he was so excited to be with his kids and I to be honest, think he was a really great father. I also think Bryn was a very good mother. Uh, besides the alcohol and the drugs, she loved those children. And they show you family videos and stuff. Just a banal, like, random day in the life stuff. Phil was always shooting video for some reason. That was the thing in the 80s, that giant contraption. And they yeah. loved those kids. They yeah, really yeah. did. They wanted everything for them. Um, so... Bryn visited this Italian restaurant called Buca de Pepe. Buca de Beppi? Beppo? Buca. Yes, in Encino, California. Buca de Beppo. The producer. With her. Wow. I'm not Italian. (laughs) With her producer. Jesus. It's like like a family style. So it's basically the Olive Garden. (laughs) She went to the Olive Garden. Okay. With her producer and writer friend, Christine Zander, she worked for Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, Christine was actually on the episode as well, and she was like, 
oh, she was in a good frame of mind. But that doesn't explain every time that she would go to the bathroom, she would find Bryn by the phone getting more and more agitated. So good frame of mind, I think, is in oh. the eye of the beholder. She did complain that Phil doesn't want her to have a career. Mm-hmm. He just wants someone to take care of the kids. And she really never wanted the night to end. Every time Xander was like, let's call it a night, she was like, no, 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 no. And she kept pushing it and pushing it. She, the whole time they're having cocktails and no one's thinking anything of it. And they, as they exit the bar, she says to the bartender, next time I come back, I'll bring Phil, which it makes me sad because she feels like she's not, you know, enough. She has to like say, oh, I'll bring the famous one to get attention, which kind of bums mm-hmm. me out. Everyone in right. Hollywood, I just want to let oh. you know, you are enough. Yeah. You're enough. You don't have to be famous. You're enough. Yeah. You're a good person, probably. I mean, you haven't murdered anyone yet, right? I don't know. You t- you email me. Okay, so. Jesus. And murder among email me. at gmail.com. <laughs> so. <laughs> one day. Maybe we'll get an day, email one day. get an email so that we don't end this with fun stories or <laughs> Florida man. Okay. So. Oh, goodness. Florida okay. Good so, one. so she wants to, she's done with this phone, <laughs> but she wants the night to keep going. So she winds up at her friend, Ron Douglas's house. Now, Ron Douglas and her used to be lovers, but now they're just friends. Uh, she rolls up at his house and oh. she's drinking and complaining about Phil. And Ron just wants to go to friggin' bed. Uh, so he convinces her to go home at 1245. Now, what happens next is pure speculation. No one really knows what happened, uh, but this is what we think happened. Uh, Brian got home and there seems oh, no. to be some kind of fight. Their son, Sean, remembers, their, sorry, their son, Sean, remembers slamming doors, loud voices, and... Uh, but he was kind of used to the arguments, so he went to sleep. Um, or he just pretended to sleep. And then somewhere around 3 a.m., Bryn got a hand, her hand on a Smith & Weston 38 caliber handgun and fatally shot Phil Hartman once wow. between the eyes, once in the throat, and once in the upper chest. Did not see that coming, Whoa. did you? What? We took Aaron by surprise. No, wow. No, I didn't. At 3... Yeah, you did. At 3.45 a.m. But you also think the kid would have heard the gunshots. But maybe he did and they don't talk about it. Uh, At 3.45 a.m., Bryn drove to a friend Ron Douglas's house again. And she's like banging on the door. And he's like, oh, this drunk. She's in her pajamas. He does not want to deal with it. But Bryn will not go away. Eventually, he lets her inside. And she's like, don't yell at me. Phil always yells at me. Oh. And he and she's the, everyone's confused. And then she starts saying oh how she God. killed Phil. And he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Uh, she starts digging through her purse, and a gun falls on the floor. And she and Ron's mm-hmm. like, okay. And he takes the gun and walks right out of the house and puts it in his trunk. It's now five forty-five. Don't ask me how long it takes for her to get to Ron's house, confess to the killing, and to find a gun. But it's wow. been two hours. Uh, separately, because now he's like, maybe you did kill mm. Phil. Separately, they drive back to the Hartman home. And Ron is like, okay. And he goes into the house and he sees Phil dead. And he's like, okay, you did kill Phil. Okay. Okay. I'm calling 911. 
So he calls 911 at 6.20, which is like, just call a.m., a.m. P.m.? It's only been like, what, 40 minutes? I guess their houses are pretty far away. But it's also California. It's like driving on Staten Island. There's always traffic. I guess. Okay, so Ron steps into the hallway. He's not in the bedroom anymore. By the way, Phil is on his bed. That's where he is. Dead. Um, Dead. With his legs crossed. God. They think that he fell... They think he fell asleep because he used to pretend to get out of fights with Bryn. He'd pretend to be asleep on his bed. So she, they think she shot him when he was sleeping Um... or pretending to sleep. It is wicked messed up, but murder is always messed up. So uh, Douglas steps into the hallway. Ron Douglas, he's like, I'm going to just make a quick call. Don't worry about it, Bryn. Uh, So he's calling 911. Bryn picks up the phone in the bedroom and starts calling friends and telling them that she killed Phil. Uh, I I think at least two people are like, I'm sorry, what? You're calling me to tell me you killed your husband? Uh, she was not doing well. Uh, and while Ron is on the phone, which you can hear in this documentary on Hulu, uh, Bryn closes and locks the bedroom door. So she's in there with Phil's body. Uh, Ron is in the hallway. Uh Ron's like, okay. And so he runs and grabs Sean. He couldn't find Bergen, I don't think, and gets him out of the house. The cops have now arrived. Ron gives them... Ron gives Sean to the police and then goes to his trunk and gets the gun out of the trunk and gives it to the police. The police then enter the home to get Bergen. They find her in the corner of her bedroom hiding under a blanket. Uh, Now Bryn is calling her sister and asks her to take care of the children if anything happens and let them know that she loves her. Like, loves those children. That was her final act because Bryn died by suicide with a second gun that she had in the bedroom. While the police were there. When the police got there? Right after. Yeah. She killed herself? Now, as we know, she was drinking a lot. And and according to her autopsy, she was taking a bunch of coke. But also, she was on the antidepressant medication Zoloft. So, Bryn's brother. Now, this man obviously loves his sister i have no qualms that maybe zoloft contributed to this horrific event i don't think it was the zoloft because if the zoloft was the problem i think a lot more people would be murdering each other i'm sure a hundred people in new york alone like there's a lot of people on zoloft and i don't think you can just point to the zoloft and say that did it when you're also downing coke yeah when you're just knee deep in a yes, pile of snow, yes. you can't be like, it was definitely, it was definitely the Zoloft. Which is why I'm naming definitely this episode. The Zoloft. Yes, the Zoloft. It was definitely the Zoloft. Or something to that matter. <laughs> but he sues Pfizer in a 1999 lawsuit. And the drug manufacturer basically claiming that really? the drug is what killed Phil. Uh <laughs> Oh, the drug did kill Phil. Uh, he not only times. sued Pfizer, the drug's manufacturer, Damn. he sued a child psychologist, Arthur Sarovsky, who provided the samples of Zoloft to Bryn. For what? Uh, 
I, as I said, I think the Coke and drinking helped the murder, but Pfizer settled for $100,000 just to make it go away. Um, so wow. the, the horrific thing after all of this is that people started blaming each other for Phil's death. Phil Hartman's friend and former SNL really? colleague, John Lovitz, who you definitely know, he's like the annoying guy from the wedding singer who plays the other wedding singer, or he's the guy oh, with yeah, an extra. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh-huh. acting. You definitely know him. He accused then <laughs> news radio co-star Andy Dick for reintroducing Bryn to cocaine, which he definitely did. He gave her coke at a really? party, but like it was six months before the incident. That being said, if anyone listens to Wine and Crime, we all know Andy Dick is a dirtbag. That being said, I also love him in my favorite Hanukkah movie ever, The Hebrew Hammer. Highly recommend. Everyone should watch. Yes, do you remember what black exploitation is? No. Okay, Black Dracula, all those no. films from the 70s where it was like, oh, I, it's, a, okay. it's like a Shaq situation. Now picture Shaq, but a very, very, very yeah. white Jewish guy. Like he has a gal Friday whose father is part of the Israeli Nation League. And then she's like, oh, talk dirty to me, Hebrew Hammer. And he's like, I want to buy you a house in Long Island. I want you to tell me what to do every single day. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful movie. <laughs> it is hilarious. That sounds I funny. watch it every Hanukkah. It is my favorite that thing. That sounds good. It is. We should watch I'll it for watch Hanukkah it. this year. <laughs> so good. We should, it's just so we good. should watch it. They Even also have like Jewish, a Kwanzaa guy. It's like, it's really funny. <laughs> Andy Dick plays Santa's son who tries to take over Christmas. But he's a jerk in the show, so it works. Interesting. So Andy Dick Hmm. uh, claims that he didn't know about her addiction to Coke. But, like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, but he totally did. She was probably like, he got some Coke. Coke. I mean, really, if you wanted to find Coke, you'd ask Andy Dick. That's how it works. So... Lovitz later said he didn't blame him anymore for Hartman's murder, but in 2006, he claimed that Dick had approached him at a restaurant and said, I put a Phil Hartman hex on you. You're the next to die. So keeping it classy, Andy Dick. Keeping it classy. Uh, Lovitz then had him thrown out of the restaurant. Um, And the following year at the Laugh Factory, Uh a comedy club in L.A., Lovitz and Dick had another argument. Dick asserted that he was not at fault for Phil Hartman's death. I mean, the fact that this goes into the 2000s is just psychotic. Yeah, this was 2006, so 2007, they're having a fight at the comedy club. Just don't talk to each other. If you think he killed your friend, then don't talk to him. Wow. Uh, Dick asserts that he was not at fault for Hartman's death. I personally think you shouldn't share Coke. That seems like a you problem. Probably shouldn't give Coke I out mean, to people either. But do I think I he's responsible for everything? No. Did he play a part in it? I don't know. Maybe she found Coke before then. But uh, maybe don't do Coke with people who have Coke problems. Wow. Now the- the good part that came out of yeah, this, Bryn's sister Catherine and her husband actually did raise the two Hartman children. They raised them in the Midwest. They are now complete oh. grown up. Sean is our age. 
He is 31, 32. Oh, really? He oh, has wow. a degree in art. He's an artist and musician. Uh, Bergen is 28 and married. She and her husband run a small business, but I don't know what it is. They are both very private people. Uh, and I hope they think think we did some Can't blame them. service to this. I It's horrible to talk about your parents' death and that it's even a topic on a podcast, I guess. Uh, in accordance with his wishes, wow. his, Phil Hartman's body was cremated by a forest lawn memorial park and mortuary Glendale. I don't know. Did something fall? What was that? I don't know. Something happened. What was that? <laughs> okay. In Glendale, oh. California, his ashes were scattered over Santa Catalina Island in Emerald Bay, which brings a new word to the Catalina FN wine mixer. But, yeah. From Step Brothers? Oh. It's the Catalina Stephen Wine Mixer. Yeah. This is where I make my nut, Aaron. I love Step Brothers. Can I Step tell you my favorite awesome part movie. of my honeymoon? And this is going to sound really sad. So Mike uh, yes. and I are both teachers and we teach <laughs> special education. So we decided to wait and do our actual honeymoon later during spring break. We went to Disney World right after our wedding, but like this was our honeymoon. So we were all the way in Ireland. We're so excited. And we're like, huh, we, we scheduled this tour. It's like actually the ex-principal of our school at the time became a travel agent. So we used him and they're in Ireland. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. I realized everyone on the tour is a teacher. <laughs> oh, except for the one oh, family with two large autistic teenage boys. Oh, children who are autistic. Sorry. Two large boys who are autistic. And one night we're coming home from, I don't know where I like some place far away and it was taking forever. And we accidentally get sat behind this family. Now, Mike and I are very hands-on teachers. We really like to help out, but we are on our honeymoon and we do not want to do work. <laughs> we're not. And also yes. it's not my place yes. to tell you how to parent so. your child on vacation. They are literally having yes, like no. the most insane fight that I've definitely heard students have like about how the one brother is more autistic than the other brother. And they're fighting about who's the more autistic kid or who has more autism. Well, I mean, I that used to fight with Jennifer thing? about like anything. I once proved to her that we could fight about anything by saying, well, I could fight with you about anything. And it literally went on for like a full hour. <laughs> so I get it. It was a very... <laughs> It was my dad. Your mom must have been miserable. <laughs> oh He's my like, God, well, she proved the point. So. No thanks. <laughs> but um, they're <laughs> having this fight, and Mike and I are literally like having seizures behind them. Like, do not talk to them. Do not interrupt this fight. This is not your job. You are not being paid. You are on your honeymoon. We finally, like an hour ride back to the hotel, and the parents were just not involved. Not having it. Not involved at all would not tell the kids wow. to be quiet. It's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like rocking back and forth. I'm so stressed out. We get to the hotel and uh -huh. Mike is like, uh -huh. I need time alone. And I'm like, I need time alone. Except that it's the honeymoon suite and there's nothing but a bed and a bathroom. So I said, you, you take no the bed, alone. I'll be in the bathroom. So... And I take the iPad with me. I'm sitting in the tub, no water. <laughs> And I put on, but my, oh my favorite God. part of being in another country is that Netflix is different. <laughs> it's always different in a different country. Oh, like when it? we were in Iceland, I watched all of elementary. 
it's a weird thing to like. I also love candy from other countries. But um, I'm in the tub watching Step Brothers, and I'm just like, I have to get in a better mindset. I have to get in a better mindset. Mm-hmm. And Step Brothers is funny. It's hilarious. It's so I'm movie. watching it, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like halfway through, and I'm like, okay, I've calmed down enough. I'm going to check on Mike. I walk out. He is on the computer watching Step Brothers. <laughs> so we're watching the same thing in different <laughs> rooms just to calm down. And that's why we're married. <laughs> That's oh why my God. Yes, that's why you're married. Because you have the same coping mechanism. Okay. Now just to reflect countries. on this murder. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible yes. tragedy. I Yeah. Awful. She literally shot I him also three times for no totally reason. Totally understand how it Crazy. got to that point. I do. She was completely really? unfulfilled. She couldn't just say, I don't want to be in this marriage. I want to be famous. You know, she didn't, she could have said, hey, we have a nanny. I'm going to go on auditions constantly, constantly, constantly. But he wanted her to be the mom because he grew up in yeah, the 40s. True. You know, he grew up in this. Yeah, because he, he grew up in the 40s 40, and his Jesus. parents had eight children. So he comes from this frame of mind of, oh, I'm making all this money. You don't have to be famous. He doesn't see her point of view of right, right, she right. needs the attention. She has to be out there. She mm. has to be known. She has to be the famous one. And the fact that he's famous is making her friggin' miserable. But she can't voice that because then she's the turd, you know? You being famous and me not right, being right, famous right. makes me angry. And they love their kids. Oh, they don't yeah. want to break That's up. Like a, they don't um... want to break up the family. It was literally, and then she starts doing drugs because she's so miserable. She's taking pills because she's so depressed. No oh. one's really hearing the warning signs. There's only so many times you can put someone in rehab hmm. for the, apparently a mental illness. She has like yeah, some kind true. of narcissism. But he's also, yeah. he's like, she's a drug addict. I'm just going to be over here. And he keeps pulling away and he's not at home and he's flying his airplane and he's on the boat and he's away for the weekend in Catalina. Also, I don't see him taking the kids with him. Like, he's a good father when he's there, but he doesn't want yeah. to be there. He doesn't have to be there. He's not going to the grocery store with her. She feels like she's in the swamp dealing with the day-to-day. And, you know, she's so depressed and doesn't want to be there. And the only thing that makes her happy is Coke. So, yeah, this is where it was headed. Also, why do you have so many guns in the house? What's happening in Encino? You know who your neighbors are yeah, in Encino? Flavor Flav and my aunt. There's nothing. Flavor Flav in my aunt. <laughs> yeah, he's got a dinosaur in his front Does yard. he? Yeah, it was a nod to when really? he did that flavor of love. Flavor oh, Flav, if you're listening, yeah. my aunt Mar- Marilyn loves you. Show. She's next door. She got a lemon tree. Jesus. So that's why I totally hmm. see how it happened. Like, I totally understand. And also, this is like the early 90s. It's not like women were like liberating. Yeah. Yeah, like super important even. I mean, like we're important, but Well, not even on the SNL cast, you can see important. like the people in that, you don't see any of those women. They weren't the funny ones. They were the extra. Yeah. And they were fun. there was a bunch of them that yeah. are really really funny, but like they don't have movies about there was a movie about Pat. It did not do well. Oh, I don't see how that could actually have been a movie, but it was. It was not good. It's not good. 
But like Ladies oh. Man had a friggin' movie and that was garbage too. Tim Meadows, you huh. are a beautiful soul, but that was garbage. <laughs> I love you, Tim Meadows. Please mm. don't hate me. Yes. I'm a... Well, I'm so... I love the I... ladies' man too. That's not the problem. That it's is. just that. So here is the news radio family. Can you recognize someone? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's Joe that's Rogan. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's Joe friggin' Rogan. Yes, that's Joe Rogan. He's gonna ask you to eat bull testicles now. Okay, I just have... Okay, I have just recently started listening to Joe Rogan, and mostly it's just Mike because loves TJ Joe Rogan. listens to He thinks to we Joe should Rogan. eat more Joe Rogan. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to do edibles at 7 o'clock All at night. All men love Joe Rogan. All men love Joe Rogan. Literally, all he does is just smoke weed. He taught, like, his podcast is really super interesting, and there's some stuff, like, some He's a great really interviewer. Like more than some he's others, a wonderful obviously. Yes, he's a phenomenal interviewer. And the conversation just flows, and he speaks really well, and his voice is really soothing. But, um, yeah, I don't... TJ listens to him. Okay, just look at this, though. Listening. Look how many white men there are, how many women, and how many people of color. One black woman. There are three women. Yeah. One is black. Oh, she does. She's got a nice smile. Well, now you can have time to watch is, some but... news radio. This is uh, Bryn's brother. This is the couple. This is just a happy couple. <laughs> but he's older than That's her. Nice. It's like a May-December thing, too. Like, it's a whole mess of psyche problems. And, and also, their relationship to start is not on break ground. He's with her because she's a hot person who used to date someone famous. Like, I'm sure he liked her for her, but the premise for their relationship is weird. He likes me for me. (laughs) Not because I think I'm dirty, Harry. Or that guy who played (laughs) Jim Carrey. I think he's Uh, (laughs) done. And she wanted to be famous. She thought Phil could make her famous. So, I mean, no one's life is perfect and no one's marriage is perfect, but... Yeah, make true. the best, of, make it, the best of it, and I think like no one was. They didn't. Their lives didn't turn out the way they wanted it. Bryn especially. She had this idea of what her mm-hmm. life was going to be, and it didn't become that. I'm really sad that she thought the only way out of it was to kill herself. I, yeah, that is. I bad. think that she was very, very ill. I don't think that she was in her right mind when she killed Phil. No, high is a freaking kite. She's also crazy drunk. But, like, yeah, I also don't think there should have been guns in the house. I don't see Bryn going out and buying a gun with the groceries. No. So Yeah, no. I, yeah, no. I see how it happened from the get-go. It makes me horribly sad. Pam, what? Sweetheart, look stop so looking sweaty. at yourself. <laughs> I just noticed all the reflections on my face. It doesn't look like that on my right screen. now. This is the problem with social distancing because yeah. when you video chat someone, they're just looking at themselves the whole time. <laughs> well, I'm hilarious. I've been looking at you the whole I'm time. Three, so there we go. I <laughs> am hilarious. Yes, we're funny. Okay. That is our murder <laughs> for the day. We're starting. Um, this, this is it. This one. Oh, you didn't mind so this bad. one? Okay, good. I didn't mind this one. Well, no, I didn't mind this one because you know what? I got caught. Caught, so caught up in everything else I forgot that there was a murder like that one episode that we did where there was knocking in the wall and I was so <laughs> creeped out by it 
I think about that when one Aaron's sometimes. Alone, I'm like, no, I don't like that. There's a man in her wall just knocking. <laughs> Listen, my mind wanders very far into very weird places sometimes, especially when I'm alone. I well, now you know, don't I'm marry a... someone who nope. wants to be famous. Does TJ want to be famous or is he happy in the basement I of a think... hospital? Man. I think he's happy in the <laughs> hospital. He's, so just for all of our listeners, we're entering a very, very important time. Is The next episode is going to be in the month yes. of June, which is Aaron and my birthday. June, our birthday. Okay, so, we're going to turn the nice young age of Sure. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> so for Aaron, Aaron's birthday is in the first two weeks. Mine is in the last two weeks. So for the first two weeks, I'm giving. We are we're literally a week apart. A week apart. For Aaron's birthday, I have decided to do non-murders. So the next two episodes, oh, God. That's, that's my Aaron's birthday, birthday present, is two non-murders. Oh, that being said, it's still crazy shenanigan family crimes. Do people uh, end up in jail? Yes. In the second one, people end up in jail. Do people end up Definitely people island. end up in jail in the first one. Yeah, they end up in jail. Uh, okay. I, I can't say no one dies. I don't think anyone dies. But I, it wasn't okay, like fair. out and out. A, well, I might be a murder. It wasn't intended to be a murder. There is crime. It's shenanigans. Okay, that's fair. I'll take I, it. I'm going to call it family shenanigans. It. Okay. So tune in I'll next two weeks for non-family murder murders. Yay! Yes, it's good.